Hey everybody, welcome back and happy Friday. Perrin Lovett here for the Prepper Post News, courtesy of Freedom Prepper and that Freedom Roasters coffee that you need to be ordering a lot. A lot. It's, uh, it is Friday, February 5th, 2021, and uh, the coffee news, there, there's so much I, I keep losing my, my thoughts about all of this stuff, and it's dangerous to announce stuff too early, but everybody's talking about K-Pods, and we've had those uh, in, a, in some form or fashion. Uh, some of you may have ordered some. We're working on new and better pods that you can order and even have a subscription service so that uh, they are continually delivered to you. Like the news here, Monday through Friday, here being YouTube, Freedom Prepper, the community, freedompreppercommunity.com, and of course our wonderful friends listening on the podcast. Here's why you listen, because we're talking about the leader of the free world, President Vladimir Putin of Russia has taken on the establishment. And this is a story I saw at a blog that I, I, I love, but I always forget to go back to. It's from the, uh, the Moon of Alabama, an excellent place. I've got this linked up with everything else at freedomprepper.com. Uh, we're back to Davos, back to Switzerland, and the World Economic Forum. And uh, the last time, or the time before that, when I was recently talking to you about these, uh, these globalist lunatics that want to enslave everyone else, I had noticed uh, that Vlad was in attendance, or supposed to be in attendance, at the, uh, at the big uh, confab in Davos. Makes sense. He is the leader of the free world and the leader of, uh, of the great nation of Russia. You'd think he would be there. And he was, and he spoke. And you've heard nothing about what he said anywhere in the Western media, and a moon of Alabama just happens to have a, basically a narrated uh, or a annotated transcript of what he said. I've got a quote that just tells you exactly why the globalists are completely at odds with this man, why they hate him, and why they are most likely right now running another false flag uh, color revolution ruse in Russia with all these protests, and you know he's he's crushing the opposition. He's a dictator. You know, by previous standards, yeah, he might be, but uh, given the alternative, I, you know, Mr. President, how you doing? I, I, I've always liked Putin. He's, uh, you know, he, you know where you stand with Vladimir Putin, and the globalists do too. That's why they hate him. As much as they hated Donald Trump, if you remember, it was only four or five years ago, uh, well, four and five years, uh, completely from end to end, Putin was the, was the power behind Trump. It was always Putin. Russia, Russia, Russia. They even had this impe impeachment. The first impeachment hoax was all about Russia. A bunch of investigations that not only showed there was nothing to Trump and Putin, but that the other side was, in fact, most guilty of that which they were projecting. Not that it matters. Not that it matters anymore. It does matter in Russia, which is a free and prospering Christian nation. Here's what Vlad said. One of, just one of the many quotes that really got these people angry. And this is why you haven't heard about it. 
Obviously, the era linked with attempts to build a centralized and unipolar world order has ended. To be honest, this era did not even begin. A mere attempt was made in this direction, but this too is now history. The essence of this monopoly ran counter to our civilization's cultural and historical diversity. He, he's a master of rhetoric. He throws one of their cherished terms uh, back at them, diversity. Well, diversity of what? Well, diversity of nations, of people. We have the Russians, the Europeans, the Africans, the Asians, um, separate and distinct, which is great because diversity is a good thing in that sense, as long as it's connected to culture and civilization. And the attempt by the globalists to take over, uh, he's saying, has failed. He's being a little bold as his his way uh, because they are they're not they're they they're a little down in certain places. They're up, they're up in the U.S. and you know why. But overall, they've got a fight on their hands and they're going to lose. So he's calling it in advance. And let's take a look at some other globalist attacks in the news. If they hate Putin, and boy they do, then they also hate uh, Viktor Orban of Hungary. And they hate the leaders of Slovakia, Poland, Serbia, uh, Ukraine, Romania, and others that don't bow down to them. But especially Poland and Hungary. And so they're picking on Hungary and for, for many reasons. This is, this is one of the least reasons that I've seen. It drives their hate and it gives me hope and uh, sometimes even makes me clap and shout like I'm at a football game. Um, Super Bowl is coming up. But what, uh, what Victor is proposing and what's going to happen is uh, just like what country in Africa was it? Uganda, Zambia, uh, one of the countries locked out Twitter. Hey, you want to you wanna crack a lockdown, you know, shut down discussion about our election? We'll ban you from the country. Uh, that's the way Hungary is headed. They're p pushing legislation that would hold big tech accountable for their actions, which are counter to democracy or to the interest of the people. Um, you can read about that at Breitbart. And the same thing that you can read about at the, uh, the site 90 Miles to Tyranny, which means 90 miles from Key West down to Havana, um, the same thing is happening in Florida. Um, if it, They've lost Trump now. They're still in, impeaching him, and they're telling you know tall tales about him. But Trump's out of the picture. They don't have to worry about Trump for at least four years. They've moved on to Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who, uh, you know, I, I don't pay too much attention to him. I have a lot of interest in Florida, um, obviously. But, uh, you know, like most politicians, he's a mixed bag. Except that when it comes to big tech, he's doing something like all these other sovereign countries are doing. He's pushing uh, aggress an aggressive range of regulatory and legislative solutions, the most aggressive thus far proposed by any U.S. state to tackle the problem of tech censorship. He's going to create all these uh, hard legal rights that Floridians have, and a big tech violates them. I, I think in here they're talking about $100,000 a day in fines. Um, you know, if you if you have rules, they got to be crystal clear. There's got to be an appeals process. They can't be capriciously, arbitrarily applied. And he's got special legislation planned concerning uh, elections and electoral candidates. And also... Um, if these, these tech companies like YouTube, how y'all doing, or Facebook or Twitter get political, 
and we know which side they're on, they have to declare that. Um, and if they don't, they get in trouble, which they should, because this is going on. And even if this doesn't pass, we know now. At least we know about all these things, and we can make our own decisions and, you know, put our own sanctions on uh, companies that uh, honestly hate us. Let's talk about other people that hate us, namely uh, politicians. I call this uh, red, blue, and you. Red and blue. There's really no difference, uh, you know, Tulsi Gabbard, who is, I keep forgetting that she's a former member of Congress. Tulsi Gabbard, the Democrat, progressive, stands up more for heritage Americans than just about any conservative. What a world, and very few people like that. But here's what the Democrats, Cory Booker uh, in, in particular, are doing to help. They're going to help the children of America, specifically poor children, children from poor families, uh, which will necessarily, according to them, help uh, minority children. They're floating bonds, bonds for babies, and they want to essentially set up a trust fund account, kind of like Social Security, where you, when a child turns 18, there's something like $46,000 waiting on them, probably with all kind of strings attached. Uh, I, I didn't even run numbers, not even estimates in my head. Who knows, this isn't going to pan out, and even if it does, these kids have to wait until they're 18. Why is it that when the people get helped, and this is a good question for Corey, why is it when the people get helped, they've got to wait? They've got to wait, and then they've got to jump through hoops, and there's going to be all kinds of strings attached. Uh, you know, the kid child is born, 18 years later, a little help is going to be on the way. But if it's a giant bank or an insurance company or some kind of transglobal corporation, well, they get their help yesterday, all up front, no questions asked. Just something to think about. The right, or the fake right. I warn about the fake right. They're put there for a reason. Anytime you have the New York Times or any other mainstream site speaking glowingly of a, an, an alleged you know, conservative figure like, I don't know, Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson, that's a plant. That's, uh, they're, they're creating false fake opposition to, uh, to divert your attention away from real issues. Here's a story from something called Fulcrum about a, a study, a left-wing study, a rigged study was conducted, which found that there was no big tech censorship of conservatives. Conservatives, and the example they use are people like Ben Shapiro and Fox News, which are, you know, I guess might be conser conservative next to Chairman Mao. I, I don't know. Uh, they ignore the fact that, you know, the president of the United States was kicked off of everywhere, uh, they ignore the fact that you know, we here have had our little censorship issues, excuse me, terms of service disagreements, all temporary and easily resolved, but we've had them. It is real, and these people are misleading you when they say it's not. All part of the greater scheme to turn America into a totalitarian police state. Dr. Roberts uh, has an excellent little article asking some questions and pointing some fingers at people who, uh, with this example, we would say she should know better. She doesn't, although she needs to learn quick. Talking about AOC and her place in the new USSA. Too late do uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, and their friends realize that no one is safe in a police state. In Stalinist Russia, not even the heroes of the Bolshevik Revolution who were members of the Politburo were safe. Bukharin himself 
was framed in a show trial and executed. They, sooner or later, they're going to come for everybody. And, you know, it's not a point of saying if this is allowed to pass, is it, it's now if it's not beaten back and in a hurry. Now, something else that we need to beat back is all of the misinformation about certain topics, like, uh, like medical emergencies. Uh, there was some recent example, I can't, oh yeah, a pandemic or something. You might have heard about it. Um, this one, well, this one, I had to include this one. I've seen this story. I've been seeing it for a couple of weeks. I, I wrote it off because, friends, it's just gross. It's just, I, you know, there's no reason to have that here. But now it's spreading. It's becoming mainstream. It's, it's the thing to do in China. It's coming to America, and Americans with a K will probably eat it up. So go ahead and get ready for the coronavirus anal swab. These people are wrapping up all of their... Their, uh, their, their plans and their fetishes into one crazy package to include sodomy. You can, this is a, uh, it's a respiratory disease, you know, nose, mouth, throat, lungs. Up here, uh, with, you know, that's why the test, as uncomfortable it is in the nose, makes some kind of sense. Test out of the lungs makes sense. Uh, the other end, uh, yeah, wow, um, just leave that one where it is. Now remember, <laughs> this stuff, it's worse than ever. We had the Christmas surge, the Thanksgiving surge. We're going to have the Super Bowl surge. Hospitals are just over. Nurses are crying because they're physically exhausted from lifting all of these millions of dead bodies into the freezer trucks. It's out of control. You got You go ahead and get sodomized. Wear tin mask. Um, you know, stand in line. Wait a minute. Why is it all of a sudden, if things are getting so bad, are all the numbers crashing down? And I saw this. This was uh, this is, was at the top of the Drudge Report the other day, along with all of the horror stories. Oh, it's getting worse. It's horrible. You know, California is, is imploding. Everything's burning down. Here's a link to a chart. I have the chart up here. You're probably looking at it right now. I just pulled it up where I can actually see it. It's a chart that tracks uh, seven-day averages through daily tests, daily cases, current hospitalizations, and daily death rates. And it's all falling off a cliff. Daily test. We're getting something like 1.8 million tests a day. All kind of people are being tested. And this has been going on for months now. But yet the cases are plummeting. It looks like the largest decrease in cases uh, since the graph started back in uh, March or April. Um, out of 1.7 million daily cases tested, you get 138,000 cases. Less than one-tenth are showing positive with all these tests. Current hospitalizations, total, the seven-day average, less than 100,000 across 50 states. That's, if you do flat math, that's 2,000 a state. That's two or three large hospitals. And we have, you know... Even a small state will have more than two or three hospitals. So this, and the death rates. Daily deaths, seven-day average in uh, beginning of February, 3,000. 3,000 a day dying. Terrible, terrible. The total death rate every day is more than that. And it, it, I, I'm, not, I'm just saying it looks like the numbers... Uh, are at odds with the uh, the panic headlines. 
Oh, there's the graph that I couldn't read. So here's one more pandemic story. And I got this from the Daily Calls, KOS. This is one of their stories, their sources. And this is the kind of place where they, they say things like, you know, equality, diversity, inclusion, equity, and no person is illegal, as long as they're invading our country or breaking into your house. If, however, you have a bunch of quote-unquote old white people invading a minority neighborhood to get the shot, the, the, the vaccine, that all of a sudden is a problem. And uh, it just goes to show that uh, it's, as always with these folks, is do as we say, not as we do. It's great in your backyard, not when it happens to us or our friends or the people, like the minor, minorities in this case in New York, that they're trying to use. That's all they do. And the use, all these crazy stories, all this insanity is working. Last word of the day, zombies. It's not a movie. It's our lives now. Uh, it's new, and it's a tired reality. Here's a pretty good reason to make sure you're getting enough rest and relaxation in your life. More than a third of people are walking around with the same symptoms as concussion due to stress and lack of sleep suggest a new study. I've got a link to that. And it's worse than that, you know, uh, the, the big signs of a concussion or zombification of the mind, two-thirds show at least one of those. Um, why would people be so stressed out right now? I have no idea. But here's the great, the best prepper point of the day. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're getting enough sleep, get enough rest, relaxation, eat right, exercise. Be aware of all this stuff. They don't let it get you down. And don't let it get you down that it's Friday. The weekend is here. Um, we've got stuff coming up this weekend and next week. I'll see you back Monday. Have a great time.